Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app at Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. Coming up on Taking Stock, we're going to take stock of luxury. What makes luxury? We're going to talk about the challenge in the luxury business, but specifically, is it a luxury to look and feel youthful. We'll be talking about skincare. That's all coming up on Taking Stock. Well, it's going to be quite a conversation when we look at something with a $1,600 price tag, Pim. Of course, if you think about uh, what it costs to do any sort of plastic surgery, that $1,600 could be quite a bargain, particularly if it works. Let's get back to Kathleen Cowie in the newsroom. She's got a Bloomberg Business Flash. Thank you, Kathleen. And Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Sector Spider ETFs. Why buy a single stock when you can invest in the entire sector? Visit SectorSPDRS.com or call 1-866-SECTOR-ETF. Stocks narrowed their advance. The dollar extended its gains and treasuries fell after Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen said an interest rate increase in the coming months may be appropriate, echoing recent remarks by policymakers. Speaking at Harvard University, Yellen stopped short of giving an explicit hint that the Fed would act next month. Chris Condon, Bloomberg Fed reporter, spoke with Tim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg's Taking Stock about Yellen's comments. Well, I would not say that we heard anything from her that was markedly different from what others on the committee have said in recent days or weeks. But it's entirely different coming from the chair, who she is, in addition to what exactly she said. We check the markets every 15 minutes throughout the trading day. Dow Industrial Average is up 24 points, an eighth of a percent. It's trading at 17,853. S&P 500 up six points, a third of a percent at 2,096. The Nasdaq is up 23 points. That's a gain of half a percent. It's trading at 49.24. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down at 7 cents a barrel to 49.40. Spot Gold is down $12.70 a ounce to 12.10 even. And the 10-year Treasury is down 6.30 seconds with a yield of 1.85%. Among today's top business stories, the Labor Department says Verizon Communications and its two unions have reached an agreement in principle on a new labor contract. It paves the way for about 39,000 landline employees to return to work after a 44-day strike. The parties are putting the four-year deal in writing, and the union members should return to work next week. And that's according to Labor Secretary Thomas Perez. And now a look at some of the other stories we're following today on Bloomberg Radio. Kathleen, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. This news update is brought to you by the Jeep Grand Cherokee, the most awarded SUV ever. The Grand Cherokee continues to raise the bar with its luxurious interior and legendary 4x4 capability. Drive one at your local Jeep dealer today. More than seven decades after the world's first atomic bomb attack, Barack Obama became the first sitting American president to visit Hiroshima. Memory of the morning of August 6, 1945, must never fade. The president tried to honor those killed while avoiding any sense that he was apologizing for the United States. Advances in seatbelt and airbag safety keep you secure while you're in your car. But that's the front seat. The back seat is a very different story. The National Highway Traffic Safety Administration plans to put crash test dummies in the back seat for the first time Bloomberg reporter Jeff Plunges says researchers are concerned the back seat's not only unsafe, but more of us are riding back there. The uh, cab, Uber, and Lyft, people are really using them more and more. While front seats are built to absorb energy during accidents, they have a tendency to collapse in even low-speed rear-end collisions, badly injuring anyone in the back seat, even in car seats. 
Amy Morris, Bloomberg Radio, Washington. NYU's apologizing for allowing donated bodies to end up in mass graves meant for unclaimed or unidentified corpses. The Times says the remains of people who donated their bodies to science were buried on Hart Island. Global News, 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Catherine? Thank you. And recapping, Dow Industrial Average is up 25 points at 17,853. S&P 500 up 6 points at 2,096. NASDAQ up 23 points at 49.24. And that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Bloomberg taking stock. The Lux Life. Gold. Jewels. Unclaimed properties of valuable nature. Now that you live in that great penthouse, can I be your financial advisor? It's good to be king. Damn. I thought of your eyes. And I went right out and bought it. Remember how much I wanted a big backyard with Grecian statues, S-shaped hedges, and three swimming pools? Well, I got that, too. Bloomberg Taking Stock, The Lux Life, on Bloomberg Radio. The Lux Life. Well, one area of luxury is skin care. Younger consumers who are more aware of the value of taking care of their skin. Indeed, it is also a global business estimated to reach about $11 billion by 2018. Here to tell us more about the industry and about a specific product is Paul Walgren. He is Managing Director of Skylar Brand Ventures, and he joins us now. Paul, thanks very much for coming in. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks, Pam. Before we get uh, to the details of Skylar Brand and so on, I was just offering maybe you could share some details of your previous experience because you've had luxury experience plus consumer products. Tell us about it. Yeah, I sort of grew up as a uh, retailer at the age of 14 years old and spent uh, an early part of my life uh, running retail stores in the consumer electronics industry. And later in life, uh, moved to Europe, did my MBA, and basically fell into uh, uh, the luxury goods industry over the last 15, 18 years in the watch and jewelry industry uh, in the U.S. and globally. How did you start running stores at age 14, my friend? Luckily, I rode my skateboard down the street. My brother was working at the store, and they pulled me in and said, you want to start sweeping the floors? And I said, sure. And then eventually I became the, the talkative little salesman and uh, wound up being one of the top salespersons <laughs> all through high school and college and, and wound up working for the company for 16 years. And it sort of really gave me the base of customer service and taking care of customers. What is a neuropeptide? Uh, peptides are proteins, as we know, but a neuropeptide works a little bit on a deeper level. Um, to actually uh, actually re- re- relax. I don't want to go too far into the technical part of it. I'm not the scientist, but um, there's a, a range of them in our product that basically work um, on the skin and help basically um, calm the skin, help it repair itself. Um, a lot of functions that these these new peptides do in, in skincare products today. I misspoke on the the price tag. It's one hundred sixty dollars uh, rather than sixteen hundred for one of your. Um for Eresa, right? Correct, Eresa XCP30. Yes. Uh, however, and, and actually, when you think of luxury and what people pay, that's to me like bargain luxury. Honestly, I think that's how a lot of people look at. It. Although for a lot of people, like 160 bucks, come on, that's way too much. I could get a, I could, I could go to Sephora and get a great product for half or a mm-hmm. third of that price. What makes this special, and what is the response? What is it, is it only high-end customers buying it? What, what's the response been over the last year since you launched? Well, we launched exactly a year ago. The response has been amazing. We um, we are considered what they call prestige anti-aging in that category, as opposed to what they call mass. So it is a price point, you know, which uh, again for the average consumer is on the higher end side. 
But what we did is uh, before bringing it to market, we did a tremendous amount of clinical uh, studies um, and actually proved before we even put it on the market that the product actually works well. Uh, we really try to punch above our weight, act like biotech and pharma being yet a cosmetic skincare startup, uh, and priced it reasonable. We didn't want to play the game with the consumers pricing it at four or five hundred dollars, which we quite honestly could have priced it at that in competitive, you know, landscape of what's out there. But we wanted to price it at a level that consumers felt very comfortable, you know, using it. And we gave it uh, a larger supply. It's about a two month supply. So in the end, it's quite reasonable for the time that it actually works. This is aimed for men and women? Well, obviously, uh, anti-aging is always sort of focused on women, and I'd say this is probably focused women 35 to 70 or anywhere in between. But, of course, men pick up on it because we're all, you know, concerned about aging, and skin is skin at a certain level. Is the competition injectable uh, products uh, designed to uh, smooth out wrinkles? I mean, is that the competition that you face? Well, uh, obviously, that's on – now you're talking about the, uh, the – what do we call the prescription or FDA side of it, we're a cosmetic um, yeah, well, I would say we do somewhat compete in a way against that that level because our product uh, mimics some of the effects of that and uh, it works. Our clinical studies, the product works within two weeks. We we're, we got an average of 64% reduction of lines and wrinkles within two weeks, which is amazing for a skincare product. We have the um, some people who have been in the industry for 30, 40 years, they've never seen results like that. And even the testing lab came to us while we were in the clinicals and told us, you have something here. And we knew we were onto something very special with this product. So this is luxury. I, you know, we're saying affordable luxury for a lot of people, right? And, and you said you could have sold us for much more, four or $500. So what is, so what is your goal? Is your goal to, to have a, a luxury product that has a mass market? Are you going to introduce more products? How does this develop? Well, the product right now over the last year, we've really tried to set a base. We sell, sold directly e-commerce. Um, and we wanted to build out really the, the base of people using it. And since it works so well, we have, and this is surprisingly, a, a very high repeat purchase rate of over 70%, so that it's not us saying it, it's the market telling us. Also, we've re- received tremendous sort of, I would say, um, support from it from uh, editorial side because we won the Allure Breakthrough Award in October 2015, uh, it was featured on the Today Show to millions of people. So the product really is, uh, you know, it's 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 building its street cred from not what we say about the product, what the market says about it. Um, yes, we're growing that part of the business. We have more products coming. And uh, we just entered our first retailer here in New York City with Clyde's on Madison Avenue. Well, congratulations to you, Paul Walgren, Managing Director at Skylar Brand Ventures, talking to us about Eresa XEP30 on Bloomberg Radio. Coming up on Taking Stock, the S&P 500 is up about 2.5% so far this year. Should you invest money in stocks now? We'll find out. Taking Stock continues.